Your hairs are in the keyboard? They don't look like mine. What? Are they Sage's hairs? I think it's you, mate. Oh, my hairs are in the keyboard, huh? Yes, like brown and shorter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yeah, we'll have to like dust or something. Okay, you're doing the intro? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go for it. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Ordinary Detour. My name is Mousepad. McGee. Mousepad. Why is your name change every week? Why is your name why is your change name every week? Who are you? I'm incognito. Amazing. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) And also Cody, as always, because my name doesn't change every week. Well, I'm also Michaela every week. No. Yeah, I don't think there's been a week where I haven't said my name. Yeah, you're Minnie Mouse last week. Is it my name? I don't know. <laughs> no one knows. You know what's actually incognito? What? It's very exciting for us um, boomers. Just kidding. <laughs> Are you calling yourself a boomer? <laughs> yeah. Millennials, I should say, should be excited about this one. <clears throat> yeah. Toys R Us is making a comeback. Big facts. The internet told me Jeff Jeffrey the giraffe, however he said his name. I think there was an O in it. Were they (laughs) bankrupt and like closed? Yeah. They died. So is somebody else reviving the company? Is it the same company? Like, I I guess I don't know how round two is going to be any better. Don't know any details. I just saw a TikTok that had the giraffe mascot like banging on a keyboard. And it was like, we're making a comeback. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> that was it. Oh, I mean, or someone's like really an, weird and just has like a uh, the giraffe costume somewhere. Like, <laughs> was it an official Toys R Us page? I don't know. Let me see. I did <laughs> save it. Yep. Oh, me typing replies to all the haters in my TikTok comments. Yes, we're coming back. I exist. <laughs> we're in the oh, midst of the God. greatest comeback of all time. That's a bold claim. For a toy store. <laughs> yeah, you know what what are toy what do toy stores consist of now? I feel like it's like electronics. electronics. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> straight computers. I remember toys growing R Us up, is now the new Apple. <laughs> oh boy. For children. Um yeah. <laughs> babies R Us was next door. They have iPads for kids. <laughs> like you remember those fake cell phones? There's gonna have to give out the real thing now. I remember being like a 10 year old and having like a lip gloss cell phone. Now, if you don't have like an iPhone 11 or better as a 10 year old, you get like harassed. Isn't it ridiculous? It's funny. It's crazy. Um, But I remember growing up and first of all, I would always ask to go to Toys R Us to get a pack of Pokemon cards. Thanks, Dad. Pokemon cards. And I remember gradually watching the electronic section grow like bigger and bigger and bigger like every year. I just go get all my DS yeah, Nintendo. Toys R Us. Yeah. Oh. Okay. They they sold like game stuff. They sold mad Nintendo sh- stuff. You know what I went for every time, so I couldn't even say that I knew about the electronic. I believe it or not, I didn't go to the electronic section of Toys R Us. <laughs> That's I a was, shocker. I was the weirdo that went for the airplane section and always looked <laughs> at the RC airplanes and the ones that you could pump up using like the bike pump and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And all the science rockets and all that stuff. That was my section of Toys R Us. 
that's fun. I liked the plushies, the Pokemon cards, and like the Nintendo section. <laughs> what does that say about us now? I don't know. That I am nothing like I was as a kid. That's fair. <laughs> Mr. Electronics over here. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, I guess I feel like as an adult, you have to adapt to electronics, whether you like it or not. If you don't like at least learn how to do basic functionality, um, you're going to have a problem. In like most areas, I would say, yeah. Yeah. That we're in. But I would also argue that there's a lot of places that like don't even have Internet at home still. And like, aren't Matt like upset about it? At our age? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I know people that are like, I'm going to go to college and learn the most about agriculture and like start a family farm and just like live with my goats. Okay. So the, I feel like that's a small subsidiary of people, though. I mean, maybe. That's not like representative of the general population. But that's why I'm saying there's still people that wouldn't care. Well, sure. There's there's <laughs> always people like there's always going to be an opposite spectrum. But the vast majority, I feel like, are going to fall into that realm. Yeah. OK. But there's still someone that wouldn't care. Sure. <laughs> that's all I was trying to say. And there's still someone somewhere in the world like, you know, jumping off a bridge right now because their friends told them to. I mean, maybe. <laughs> You know that happens. these days the kids do a lot worse than jump off a bridge. <laughs> so. Yeah, we don't we don't need to dive down the rabbit hole. Just <laughs> <sighs> it was metaphorical. Cody hates me. <laughs> if only I could express my profound hatred in words <laughs> so much. That's why I co-host the podcast with you every week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that should be exciting. I would like to see what they will sell in their stores. I can imagine that the electronic section is probably half the store at this point. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like that's how it has to be, what Toys R Us has almost has to adapt to. But also, I feel like it, like, you know, there it still depends on age. As an infant, you're not, you know, playing with the cell phone. However, well, it wouldn't surprise me if infants do nowadays. I know, but... I've heard of places, like, giving, like, their tiny, tiny, tiny kids, like, tablets and stuff. I know they have tablets geared towards small children. I mean, that's fair, but I feel like there's still enjoyment at that age in like those <laughs> like push cars and like the John Deere, like the lawnmower that tractor. pops. I wanted a John Deere. And, yeah, I still want a John Deere pedal tractor that's adult sized. Are you kidding me? Adults. I went camping in like high school. Maybe I was like a um, junior or something. I think you'd be a kid size. And I did. And I, we found them like at this, like, you know, like campground, like clubhouse is like a cabin campground. We just like rode them around. Uh, when you're in high school? Yeah. 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 You still could. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Just like massacred the bottom of some bottoms of my feet on those like stabby pedals. <laughs> yeah. And then like they didn't stop. Like they didn't have like bike brakes on them. So. <laughs> You had to, like, they kept moving as long as the wheel was moving. And that was freaking dangerous. You, I, you still can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> you had to like abandon you, ship. <laughs> yeah, if you put your feet anywhere near those pedals, <laughs> you were going to lose a foot. <laughs> did you ever jam your shins between them? Because no. I sure did. No. That I was, hurts worse than the scooter to the shins I was, or ankles. I knew my stuff. I knew that would hurt because I think I got whipped with one once. But <laughs> I don't think I ever jammed my shin in between one. Yeah, 
It's when you put both feet down because you're really confident that you're going to be able to slam the pedals and like stop it. But then instead, they, you just smash like your calf Ugh. and your shin at the damn and same just time. bruised for like 40 <laughs> days. Yep. I'm just kidding. You're a kid. So your bruise goes away in like 0.5 minutes. hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> the good old days. Now I get like a pimple and it lasts, you know, 17 days. So I don't. <laughs> You look at the stairs wrong and your ankles break like. <laughs> uh, what a, You know, we joke about it, but like as a kid, you're like, I just want to be an adult. And as an adult, you're just like, oh, please take me back to being a kid. I just want to be dependent on anybody other than myself. I want to be an adult, but I want to not have responsibilities. <laughs> and have everyone pay for everything for me. <laughs> so in other words, you just want to be a kid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's not that's not adulthood. <laughs> but there's some adult things that are like better cuz you can do more adult cool things like you can like do traveling and like really get the experience out of it. I mean that's fair but you can travel as a kid. Yeah, but you're you me as a kid like And then you don't have to plan the things. But I like planning the things. <laughs> you can just go along though. Like you can still enjoy it. You can be like all the things that you want to do, like you just advocate for it and somebody else plans it for you. Yeah. You just be like I want to go jet skiing in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And boom, there you go. It's happening. That's fair. And and you don't have to worry about financial stressors and well, yeah. You don't have to do anything. Just everything's taken care of. It's childhood. <laughs> you still had to There's... do things, but not as much things. No. <laughs> you had to make your bed. Oh. Do your laundry. You know what? Do the I dishes. Would, I would have a bedtime and do my chores to be able to be a kid. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I love my bedtime as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny because we hated it as a kid i was like i just want to stay up all night i just and you read. know why because you didn't do anything else yeah fair <laughs> you work your job and you're like uh i'm tired i'm wiped out for the day man time for bed um as a kid you're like uh i did absolutely nothing today other than play some video games and watch some tv i'm ready to stay up for another 24 hours and you could still sleep for 12 hours and be well rested yes <laughs> and your knees don't make it nuclear explosions when you get out of bed see <laughs> exactly so we've solved the crisis everyone needs to be a kid <laughs> backwards aging um speaking of millennials the Nickelodeon time capsule I keep seeing posts about right now. The Nickelodeon time capsule? Yeah. Come again? It was sealed in 1992, and they're not opening it until 2042, like 50 years later. I wasn't alive in 1992, but... Is it is it productions <laughs> of Nickelodeon? I have no idea what's inside of it because I didn't like watch it because I wasn't alive. But I don't want to go back and watch. I would rather just... I mean, I could. Maybe I will. But I think it'd be cooler to be like, (laughs) what's in it? (laughs) Like, 20 years from now? (laughs) Interesting. Before I was born, they were sealing media in the ground. Mm -hmm. Or whatever it is. It's probably just slime. It's anything like my childhood. They actually put, like, real things in it. Like... For show, but then when they actually sealed it, it's just a bunch of slime and there's like radioactive like 
creatures that crawl out of it and that's the end of the world <laughs> thanks nickelodeon uh, <laughs> we have your televised event in 2042 for you <laughs> get ready start stocking up now <laughs> what do you what's your weapon of choice against a slime monster gamma rays mine would probably a be gamma ray shooter i don't know what they would be <laughs> um like squirt guns <laughs> Squirt guns. Except like overpowered connected to like a fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> so a fire hose. Yeah, but with a cool gun attachment to it. How in the world does that work? That sounds dangerous. I don't know. 20 years from now could probably figure it out. <laughs> could you imagine shooting a, a firefighter size ball of uh, water? You just fall on your butt real hard. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll have robots that shoot them for us. Uh, it's the future <laughs> we'll uh, have our tesla bots tesla bot go kill the slime monsters the great future vision you can agree cody has passed away no longer a part of this broadcast <laughs> why I don't know what to say. <laughs> Your robot's shooting uh, fire hydrant size balls of water. Are you kidding me? I have a childlike imagination. I'm fitting in. It's great. <laughs> it just sounds so painful. Can I say on air what I asked you was in your pockets the other day when you were doing laundry? Sure, go for it. I had to remember because it wasn't it wasn't significant for me to remember. It. it relates to my childlike imagination. Um, Cody was doing laundry and I was, you know, I feel like my sister's a serial leave things in pockets while doing laundry kind of person. So I always like ask people if they have things in their pockets when they do their laundry. Um, so I asked Cody if he had six quail eggs in his shorts pockets. Oh, no, you didn't ask me. You told me. And I was like, what do I actually have in my pocket? <laughs> it was nothing. It was nothing. But according to Michaela, nothing equals six quails eggs. It's, yeah. Or six quail eggs. It's just, you know, Michaela math. Science. Two plus two equals fish. Duh. <laughs> it's okay to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> nothing equals six quails eggs nothing no one absolutely <gasps> no one no Michaela one. six quail eggs question mark yep uh, yeah so funny so funny I'm still dying about it so funny when yes. I was younger but way too old for this activity still <laughs> um, as per most of the things I do <laughs> um I I was a superhero and I was called the Bad Noodle and I wore a towel around my neck as a cape. It was great. I was like 16. That hurt. Why? To call yourself a bad noodle. <laughs> it's a, a supervillain. Oh, oh, okay. That didn't hurt as bad. That makes more sense. I'm not just a bad noodle. I was like, you're the bad noodle superhero. I'm like, there's so much wrong with that. <laughs> uh, oh, um, I have a meme if you'd like to hear it. It's about like robots or something in the nah, future. We, we can skip that one. I'm kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> Michaela closes it down. <laughs> she's just looking at our screen for the meme, and she's like, okay, turns off her screen. <laughs> Good night, moon. Uh, what's your robot meme? It says, <clears throat> 30 okay. years into the future, me. You know Netflix used to send films by post? <laughs> and then it says my Amazon smartwatch. 0.3% productivity loss detected. Hourly rate reduced to $1.12 per 7 minutes, 21 seconds. Please refrain from talking on the packing line. Please say productivity to acknowledge me. Productivity. <laughs> it cracked me up because it's so dystopian awful. <laughs> that that meme gave me sadness. <laughs> productivity loss detected. Now I say that in my brain when I'm being like less productive at work. <laughs> mm. That was painful. Yep. Isn't it weird how we all find different <laughs> memes funny? Michaela's like laughing at these memes that everyone's like, what? Why, why is that? Who put me in charge of content <laughs> curating? And then everyone else is like, or there's like three people that are like, oh, that's hilarious. Everyone else is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Like, I, I have this struggle or something similar. And Michaela's just like, it's so funny. You know, busting I got. It's just no. Yeah, I think maybe not. Maybe my humor's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to give you shit because I'm like, oh, that's a meme. <laughs> Sounds like a horror movie. Oh, I think I call lots of things memes, but they're just like text posts. I don't really know the distinction. It's story time. Story time. With Nickelodeon's time capsule. It's going to be in 20 years. Uh, yeah. think's in there? What were our predictions for what's in there since neither of us have actually watched that? I think there's mad toys and um, <clears throat> physical copies of, like you said, productions. Yeah, probably on VHS. <laughs> probably. It was 1992. Was VHS even the thing? What, what was it back then? I had VHS in 97. Up. 97 is way before night or way after 92. Well, yeah, Five but years. like, I don't know what else they'd be watching on back then. You're the computer guy. <laughs> well, there's only one explanation, and it's definitely like, like stone tablet carvings. That's it. We've evolved so far in 30 years. <laughs> That's what they're watching. See, they just made lots of carvings and then they like slammed them in your face really fast until you saw the picture of what was going on. They slammed them in your face, quote Cody. <laughs> they, they, okay. They, <laughs> they rolled them down a hill and then as the the spherical slates were rolling. You got a, a picture image because they were like one after another and each one was a little different part of the story. Yeah. And they had the technology to keep it upright. So it just worked. And I'm the weird one. No comment. <laughs> Childlike imagination. You're welcome. I don't know. I have no idea. It, it, VHS has probably existed. The reality is I just don't know. I mean, yeah, if anyone was alive in 1992, can you confirm things? <laughs> what did you watch? Because <laughs> I, I know TV was real. 
They had See, fireside chats on their freaking radios. That's what Nickelodeon <laughs> was. <laughs> we've uh see uh, we've come so far that now we have like 8k oled and all that stuff that now like i don't even want to go through the process of looking it up because i just don't care <laughs> oh yeah that's fair hey google did uh did did vhs tapes exist in 1992 error not found <laughs> Please try asking a question from this generation. Oh boy. They're like, what's a vus tape? <laughs> vus. <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> the vus. Please elaborate. <laughs> was established in 1899. I had mad Teletubby VHS tapes. Like, so many. Mm. It was a good time. I'm sorry you had to experience that. Do you remember rewinding your VHS tapes? Yes. <laughs> it took forever, too. <laughs> it took so long. You would buy, do you remember? You you could buy rewind machines. It wasn't just VCRs. So you could buy machines that just rewound tapes. And that was somebody in a Blockbuster's job <laughs> to sit there and make sure all the tapes were rewound on the returns. Oh, boy. I'm dead serious. That's so funny. That's the thing. You're welcome. Isn't there like one remaining blockbuster somewhere? I'm pretty sure there is. Probably. I'm, I think I saw it on like a YouTube video or like a TV show or some like news sometime. But everyone gets super hype and like buys blockbuster shirts and is like so excited to visit. <laughs> and it's just weird because it was like just a store not even that long ago. And now it's like a tourist destination. Well, Nostalgia. Okay, so I remember when Netflix came out, right? Yeah. And then Blockbuster was like, yeah, <clears throat> they put on their big boy pants, right? And they're like, we're doing a streaming service too. How many of you guys out there heard of Blockbuster streaming service? Because not me. I mean, honestly, unless I was required to listen to it, I I don't think I would have either. Wait, you? how were you required? I wasn't required. I just heard about it somehow. Oh, I was like, who forced you to listen to this? But I never got that. <laughs> I don't think I could have convinced my parents to pay for Blockbuster Online or whatever <laughs> they called it. That's so funny. I could barely convince them to pay for Netflix at the time, right? Yeah. And then Hulu with their advertising, which was clever with their aliens. You remember yeah, the Hulu alien OG, ads? Um, Hulu ads was interesting. And that caught on, right? But Blockbuster just, they're streaming. So not only a Blockbuster die. But then they put the nail in the coffin. You know, they, they just the executives up there were like, we're not done yet. We're going to come back and spend lots of money on streaming service and then put the <laughs> nails in the coffin by absolutely making a streaming service that no one ever heard of or subscribed to. Which is crazy because they were so popular right before then. But yeah. they just didn't innovate fast enough. Nope. Netflix was the winner there. Netflix better watch out. I know a lot of people are mad at Netflix for like increasing their prices and the whole like non-sharing password thing that they're cracking down on. And what the heck is Netflix games? Like, I don't still don't know. Netflix games. <laughs> All right. So quick. We're going to call this ordinary detour. Quick facts. Netflix facts. games is iPhone and Android applications that you would normally have to pay for, but you don't have to if you have a Netflix subscription. 
Gotcha. So they're just like fancy premium games. Premium. Paid games that Netflix is like, we're we're making these so that you don't have to buy games because they're included <laughs> as part of your subscription. But then you don't you don't get your <laughs> you don't get your um game access unless you're subscribed. So it's not like you get to buy the games. Mm-hmm. You have to pay monthly to keep them. Dang. But if you already have the subscription, it's kind of like a bonus and add on. Yeah. I don't think it's a selling point for getting someone no. new. I absolutely do not for a second think it's a selling point. If it is for you, like good for you, but I don't see that at all. <laughs> I can just somebody, some kid watch. Uh, uh, do they still advertise for like Netflix? Is that thing? I feel like they don't even have to advertise. I don't think I've seen a Netflix ad in 12 centuries. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen one ever. I mean, maybe they do advertise. I just, why would they target me anyway? Because I'm uh, your customer, so. True. <laughs> um, But they, like, maybe some kid's watching a new Netflix gaming ad, and it's like, Mom, we have to get this so I can play. <laughs> on uh, my iPad. Cheese Balls Deluxe on my iPhone. I would play Cheese Balls Deluxe. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like Cheese Farmer, 7 Sim, like. There's so many farming game apps. It, exactly. So like, <laughs> mom, you have to get Netflix because I want my cheese farming sim. Like Wait, that's maybe happening. <laughs> do you know anyone that still plays on Farmville? No. <laughs> I didn't get the hype when it was a thing. I played Farmville with like all my family members. I had mad cows. Oh, I mean, I know a lot of people that did. <laughs> I never hopped on the Farmville train, so I actually don't know how the like it even functioned that was like the introduction of timed things in games you know where you have to like wait for something to complete before you can come back and like play more of the game or you can like spend your money and upgrade so you can make it go faster i was gonna say unless you pay money to make it go faster yeah i never had been really introduced to that until farmville and i remember getting so pissed off because i was like just hurry up and build my new barn. Like, <laughs> you know what I do remember though? What flash gaming on the internet? Like internet, yes. fl- like okay. So believe it or not, people didn't always play these fancy Steam, Xbox, PlayStation games. Like when computer <laughs> gaming like first came out as a concept, it was, it was like online, online web games. Yeah. Like I mean, sure, I'm sure other like things existed, and that, yes, they did. Like Windows XP <laughs> had like hardcore like real games that took graphics and graphics cards and all that garbage but like i want to say the boom of like the our generation at least the millennial generation was like and gaming specifically was like internet gaming it was like if you haven't been to coolmathgames.com like (laughs) yeah you have what are you doing and it used to be unblocked at school not because the games had anything to do with math but because some kids just (laughs) convinced teachers and teachers were just like i mean it says cool math games so (laughs) i think they were like not the least there are a few of the not the least educational no i don't know what the words to use here but some games appeared (laughs) educational at like if you just glanced at them Mm -hmm. so i think that's what saved kids because do you remember playing on games in like the computer lab in school Yes. And then you'd be like so sneaky, like switch tabs when your like teacher came around or stood up or well, stopped playing papers. Is, they've <laughs> always, since I was in school, have the tech to just be able to like 
see what's on your screen <laughs> from their computer. Yeah. I but, used to play mad games sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's always been a thing. So that's that's funny to me. It's just cool math games was allowed. And it's just it was like uh, flash gaming on, on the Internet browser. I used to play on GaiaOnline.com and I had like a little avatar. Sometimes I go on my account and like do dress up. <laughs> um, I used to play so many dress up games on dressupgames.com. And I also <laughs> played on um, Adventure Quest Worlds. Club Penguin. And Club, Club Penguin. Penguin was, was where, where it was at. Webkins. I never that was Webkins. That was Flash Gaming though too. Both those. Club Penguin, Webkins. Those yeah. are huge. Um, I'm pretty sure AQW Adventure Quest Worlds was also like flash gaming because you like click around on the screen and like do things and you could like battle monsters and do all that stuff. <laughs> Probably. Wasn't Club Penguin Nickelodeon? Uh don't know. I can't remember. It might have been acquired by. I just wanna say I saw it advertised when I was watching my kids' shows. <laughs> and you know, it might have been Disney, it might have been Nickelodeon, who knows? But I I was a Disney Nickelodeon kid like i thought the adult channels were boring like I, you didn't have to worry about me like watching adult content as a yeah. kid because i was <laughs> like nah that's boring i'm just gonna watch like i'm trying to watch channels. hannah montana here <laughs> yeah leave me alone let me watch Hannah montana and uh drake and josh and sweet life of zach and cody mm-hmm. yeah that was that was my shiz man this is um yeah i played mad club penguin too if we weren't like playing like our nerdy dragon games we were playing like club penguin i also would call people like i would call my friend in like middle school and high school on the home phone like the landline phone and i'd be like oh the phone's beeping at me it's gonna die like i should probably go and eat a snack and charge the phone because <laughs> discord was not a thing <laughs> i do remember um i so for me it was xbox live it was you know you <laughs> the original headsets and what they looked <laughs> like back in the day the original xbox live headsets literally looked like what you have in a call center nowadays like they, <laughs> Yeah, they were with ugly. The, <laughs> and the mic in front of your face and the clunky everything. <laughs> and you would break those so easy. They were so fragile. Yeah. It was so bad. That's so funny, though. But that's that for me is what it was. It was I need to talk to my friends by playing on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you could do party chats. You just invite all your friends. You Sometimes you all, like sometimes, sometimes you'd all be playing the same game. Sometimes you all would be playing different games, just like chatting. I know. I miss those days. You just <laughs> eat so many Doritos. And you're like, oh, I don't want to go to Mr. Jones's class tomorrow. I know. You just like complain about school and like the the laundry you needed to fold. <laughs> oh, Mr. Mr. Jones is going to be a mean tomorrow, meanie tomorrow when I didn't <laughs> turn in my lit homework. My lit he's gonna yell at me he's probably gonna call my parents man this is probably the last day i can play (laughs) lol oh man i remember being in middle school and taking the fall for someone else's like freak out and i was like oh no it's all my fault like to the teachers and then they made me take like anger management classes like my teacher made me go to her class during like lunch period and do anger management with me 
It was crazy. Why'd you take why why why'd you take the faults for somebody else's problems? Because I think so one of my friends felt left out of like our conversation, but my other friend was so friend A oh boy, was there's some drama crying, here. super upset. I think something I don't even remember anymore. All right, I think I'm something going in. Hang on. Okay, go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> friend A is super upset, crying being comforted by like a bunch of us right ashley got it ashley's upset (laughs) got a humanized story okay and then friend b bianca oh ashley and britney okay (laughs) bianca's fine too (laughs) so and then britney was like she had an appointment or something so she came to school late and then like ashley friend a had already described like all of her major problems like some huge like real issue and then friend B, Brittany was like, you guys aren't even keep me, keeping me in the loop, blah, blah, blah. So he just like made up a story to satisfy her and be like, oh, now you're totally in the loop. <laughs> but it was like it was like someone in her family had died or something like she was like really upset over something. So instead, we just told her something else happened. So then she didn't have to like have that conversation again that day. And then I don't even know. I think the other story, I don't even know what happened, but. She found out you're full. The cover of story and she was that, yeah. The cover story was that I punched someone for friend A what? because they were upset over whatever. And then, did you punch somebody? Absolutely not. That was the cover story. Um. So then everyone was like, "Okay, leaving friend A alone or Ashley," <laughs> and it wasn't even a big deal anymore. And then friend B, like Brittany, was like, "Okay, cool." And then she told our teacher that I punched someone. And then my teacher was like, did you punch someone? And I was like, yeah. And then I later told her during our quote unquote anger management (laughs) sessions that that was not the case. (laughs) And then she just helped me through like friend drama. It was really bizarre. Like middle school time. (laughs) There's also like this section. So our school had way too many kids for the amount of classrooms but they didn't have money to expand yet. So they threw us in trailers outside <laughs> with like heating and air conditioning. But I wasn't mad because we actually had AC, which we really didn't ever have in the other rooms. It was way too hot all the time anyway. Was it like those construction trailers? That- yes. Oh, okay. Absolutely. But they were just like classrooms on the inside. So I would just go chill in the AC like every lunch period. <laughs> well, how did you get Wi-Fi out there? I don't know. <laughs> well, I th- we didn't really use... Wi-Fi yeah, I guess, things. I guess uh was this back when Just they had the, the overhead projectors that they like rode on? Yeah, we used like smart boards with the weird markers. Oh, you had smart boards. So you yeah. did have computers. But yeah, but like the students. So they didn't. had to have it. Somehow. <laughs> All right. It wasn't that far. It was like literally right next to one of the doors in the school. <laughs> I was gonna say it'd be catastrophic if you didn't have internet in today's days and age. Jeez. Well, yeah, you couldn't even do school anymore. They'd be like, go home, children. They wouldn't even make you just like sit and watch Ice Road Truckers like they used to with my class. <laughs> okay, so when we were kids, or at least when I was a kid, we didn't have my, I didn't have a phone. Like, I, we didn't yeah, have no. smartphones. It was innovative when they came out with the iPad tu- or iPod Touch. Mm-hmm. And it was like a little internet, like music device but you could go on the internet go on facebook like it was such a it was such a big deal um so you'd walk around with your your ipod <laughs> but you needed school <laughs> wi-fi and the school would like either lock down the wi-fi yeah. and not give students wi-fi at all 
or they would have like really restricted Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Now kids like one, they have cellular data, so they don't yep. care. Two, um, like VPNs are a thing, so like yep. they just get around everything. And like <laughs> back in the day, I was like, I can't get on Facebook, and there's no way. I know. I was part of like this elite little club that actually had like the Wi-Fi password. It was like our mascot and a number or something like that. But there's only like a few of us that knew it. Oh, somebody was just guessing one day and figured it out. Um, they were either guessing or they convinced a teacher to like give it to them for some reason. Deceptive. Nice. <laughs> but then I was like, yes, I have social the engineering at four years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Not four. Whatever. <laughs> 14 maybe well and now they can like back in the day they couldn't but now they can just detect that device like the second you pop on the wi-fi and you're not supposed to be there they can just like get an alert Yeet, get off and see you like instantly <laughs> like that wasn't a thing back when i was in school but it is definitely a thing now yeah we used to pass notes in class not just text each other <laughs> or playing now you can just do it from your watch yeah you can just write a message on your watch yeah. And you can just do you remember having to hide like earbuds through your sweatshirt sleeves and your hoods? Yes. And, like I had long hair, so I could just tuck my hair around it and get away with like having one earbud in during class. Kids these days can just have AirPods in or like tiny little yeah, like, wireless Bluetooth. headphones. Yeah. yeah. LOL. Ugh, life is so much easier now. <laughs> and probably more complicated at the same time. Yeah. It was a big deal when you got caught for cheating now or when I was a kid. Um, And now I feel like it probably happens way more often than we would even accept because it's just so easy to do because of technology. Well, like Zoom classes, you can literally just have your phone in your lap and uh, be like talking to people. I never lived, even post-secondary, even college, I never lived in the era of like digital school. Yeah was never a thing for me digital school i had some digital school like I mean, at the very end of my college career because of covid lockdowns it was like a month of like online classes we used computers for school but it was like physically there like yeah. i still took my tests like using a pen and pencil i know it's hard to believe guys but <laughs> right. my math test i had to write it all out we had to show all of our work remember that show all your work yeah that was the thing i can't imagine doing math without a pen and a pencil right now a pen and a pencil paper lol I can't no either. paper involved i mean <laughs> write it on your arms <laughs> you know though there's like lots of standardized testing like even in like for graduate school like the gre um Agreed. and those types of things <laughs> Um, where you have to do math and you just can't scribble it down your scratch paper and enter your answer without showing any work. Yeah, that's fair. I like I hated showing my work because my brain would like backwards do the problem somehow or something. Like I'm not good at math. And I would always get super mad because they would tell me to show all the correct steps, but I would always get the right answer, but I wouldn't do it right. And it made me so mad every single time. I was like, I'm not redoing this because I don't even know how to do it the right way. <laughs> See, my thing was, is I always had to be so neat with it. And I was actually, by the way, that kid that was really good at math. If I mm-hmm. didn't understand a concept, though, it was just game over for me. I didn't want to go any further in math. Yep. I was like pissed. Yep. Um, But I was really good. And I had to be really, really neat. So I took forever on my math tests. 
I think one time when my frustration was I ran out of time and I hated that class for the rest of the semester, <laughs> year or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, because like I they they were like the teacher was like pretty like straight up. They were like, You ran out of time, therefore the score you get is the score you get. Like I'm not gonna like have any leeway with that. Um it was That's literally so just garbage. because I was like I just really am neat with like how I had to do my stuff. Yeah. And I, I, my penmanship took longer to be neat as a kid. Yeah. Because I was not, I mean, I still to this day don't tell, don't tell anybody, but I still on this day have doctor handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> and yours and your handwriting's not that bad. No, I mean, truth be told, it's, it's not a little that scrawly, bad. but, but it also depends how quickly I'm scribbling. That's fair. <laughs> Mine's very illegible if I'm writing fast because it's like botched cursive, like half cursive, half not. And I'm like, only I can read that language. <laughs> it's fair. I write in all regular non-cursive. However, I can write in cursive. I hear that they're not teaching anymore. I don't know if that's true. I'm always convinced that like we're just being told that and it's not true. I know. I feel like it's a... I feel like I heard that even when I was learning cursive, like in school, like adults were like, they're not even teaching it to you. And I was like, but what? But I am. Yeah. I was like, but, but, <laughs> but I they are. I, yeah, no, I learned cursive um, fairly well, I would say. And, and uh, had to prove that. I was talking to a kid recently that was upset that they never learned cursive. Hmm. I was like, interesting thing to be upset about. Well, I mean, you have to sign your name. I guess you could write your name now, though. It's still unique. Yeah. I feel like people just kind of learn their, like, signature. That's fair. You could just learn your signature and go from there. I feel like cursive isn't a difficult task to learn, even as an adult. Yeah. I think it just takes some getting used to. And, I mean, I hate some of the letters, like the Zs. Those are ugly. Take it away. Um, I still can barely write them. I, yeah. And the M's and the N's, I just like add some extra space so you can tell what it is and kind of exaggerate the lines a little bit so it doesn't, it doesn't look like three or four like lumps. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like higher, a little bit lower to the actual M and then I bring it up again. <laughs> What's another letter? Isn't it Q's are weird? Yeah, Q, I mean, I think all of it you can kind of figure out. Um just based on how the actual letter is written, but regardless, I just, yeah, cursive. Have you ever welcome. seen like old English with like some like German letters included? No. That's interesting to look at. No, have not seen that. It's goofy. It's like, wait a minute. I don't know what sound that's supposed to make. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I've reminisced in my childhood, I think, enough for today. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Toys yeah. R Us is coming back. Um, the Nickelodeon time capsule opens in, opens in 20 years. Yeah, this just really became like an episode of Walking Down Memory Lane. We do that sometimes, but I feel like this one is a little bit different. Yeah. A little different. Yeah. It was different. <laughs> it was Toys and Tales. Toys and Tales. I don't know what we can call it. Probably that. Toys and Tales. Go team. All right. There we go. Thank you for listening to Toys and Tales. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Dragon Pirate Media production, Ordinary Detour, with your hosts, Cody and Michaela.
Join us again next week for deadly meatballs and ham sandwiches. I'm just kidding. I have no idea what next week's going to be. Michaela doesn't tell me this in advance. She keeps I don't the know script in advance. to herself. <laughs> oh, thanks for tuning in. Have a good week. Oh, is that, is that? Okay. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, okay. guys. Bye. Bye.